Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello there. It's good to be back with you. It's Andy and I trust that these devotionals are doing what they are intended to do. The very name Beacons, well, it suggests a bright light in the darkness, somehow defiant against the surrounding blackness. A torch being lit to relay a message, either of warning or of hope. If you've seen the film or read the books, I always imagine the beacons being lit on the mountains in the film The Lord of the Rings, signalling hope to come and bringing joy to those who saw the lights shining with hope against the odds. It always makes my heart race and my emotions rise as I see the beacons being lit across the mountains, relaying the good news. We hope that The Beacons does this for you. As you listen to the words, they're designed to bring us good news, hope, and to keep us connected, which is really important in these times. In the film, and as it was in the days of old, when the fires were seen at the highest point, it was a signal for the next one to be lit, and so on and so on down the line, as the news progressed from mountain to mountain, spreading the news far and wide keeping everyone connected and up to date. It's our desire that you feel connected and inspired by his offerings. Talking about being connected, well, for my time today, I want to connect back to one of my previous thoughts and tell you about some influences for good in my life. The people who influenced me may not have known it at the time, but I know the effect they have had on me. So where to begin? Well, first I want to look at a peculiarity that we have in the English language. Don't worry, I will come back to the topic in hand. Having contact with various foreign students in our house makes you acutely aware that many words that we use have two completely and different meanings. I know, you've fallen foul of this already for yourselves, haven't you? And I don't simply mean words that have changed their meaning over time either. Just the same word that means different things depending on how it's used. One such word in the subject of one of my previous beacons is content. If you look up the word in the dictionary, you will find two very distinct meanings. Number one, content, adjective. Willing to accept something, satisfied. Example, we are content with life. Number two, content, noun. The things that are held or included in something. For example, soya milk has a low fat content. Confusing, eh? In a previous beacon, I spoke about learning to be content or satisfied with what we have. And I want to spend a little more time on this as it touches on the people who have been an influence on my life. Don't worry, I will connect back to the peculiarity in our language. So here we go. When I was younger and attending secondary school, I wasn't a bad lad, just well, exuberant and perhaps plagued with a do-now-think-later kind of attitude. Unfortunately, it's probably still part of my character now. At school, though, there were a group of people who I looked at and I was jealous of. 
I wanted to be part of their gang. I wanted to belong with them. I would look at them from afar and just yearn for something that they had. There was something about them that made them different to everyone else. They all seemed really happy with each other's company for a start. They were smiling, well, most of the time. They just genuinely looked, well, content, satisfied with who they were and comfortable with each other. Now, as time went by, I would find myself later part of this group. And we attended a youth club on a Friday night where I met people who probably became the greatest influencers in my life. The leaders of this Friday club, which include my now father-in-law, just seemed to put themselves out for all the teenagers that came through the door. There was nothing too much for them. Whether it was taking us home in the minibus, running us to the chippy. We were genuinely loved for who we were. The only thing that was asked of us, and at times there was over a hundred of us, so it was quite a logistical nightmare was that we sat respectfully for 10 minutes each Friday whilst they told us about this man named Jesus. What I know know now, but didn't quite compute then, was that it was their relationship with Jesus that made them act in the way that they did. I suppose it was the feeling of being loved and looked out for that made the group so united and so keen to be together. They had found a level of contentment and acceptance. As time went on, I came to meet and receive Jesus myself. I suppose the journey started back when I saw something in this group that I knew was good. My search for contentment had started. What I've since realised is that I've actually changed as a result. The contentment that I have comes from being made complete. Like finding the missing piece that makes a jigsaw complete and whole. Suddenly you can see the full picture. Jesus makes me complete. And he makes me stand out as well. It says in the Bible in James chapter 2 that Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions. James 2 verse 22 says, You see that his, that's Abraham's, Faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. What impressed me most about those leaders was that their actions, their love for us in providing a safe haven every Friday night, regardless of how we sometimes behaved, showed that they had also been changed by their belief in Jesus. What I have come to realise is that we as Christians are content because of our content. We're content because of our content. We are made complete by Jesus in us. And having Jesus in our lives changes how we act. We can't have one without the other. They are complementary. Which is why the Bible tells us that by our fruit we will be known. What we show outwardly is the proof of what we have within. We are content, satisfied with our life because of our content. Having the Holy Spirit within us, making us more like Jesus. 
Now that is truly amazing. In 1 Timothy 6 verse 17, Paul, the Apostle Paul, gives his student Timothy some really good advice. He says this, Teach those that are rich in this world not to be proud and to not trust in money which is unreliable. Their trust should be in God who richly gives us all that we need for our enjoyment or happiness or contentment. Jesus makes us content. We know that there is something to hold on to. He gives us a hope, a hope of eternity. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you for Jesus who paid the price to bring us peace and to reconcile us to you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who constantly works in us to change us and to help us when we fail. We bring our faults and our failings to you and we ask that you would act in grace and mercy towards us. We pray in these times that hearts will turn towards you that the reality of your peace in our hearts is outworked before men, that people will see and understand that you make the difference in our lives. You help us to be content with what we have and you give us a hope which is steadfast with a promise of eternity with you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Coach House Beacons. The Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.